Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. Chapter 7, verse number 51. Bible says, So was ended all the work that King Solomon made for the house of the Lord. And Solomon brought in the things which David his father had dedicated, even the silver and the gold and the vessels did he put among the treasures of the house of the Lord. Chapter 8, Bible says, Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, of, uh, the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel under the king Solomon in Jerusalem, that they might bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto King Solomon at the feast in the month Ethanim, uh, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took up the ark, and they brought up the ark of the Lord, and the tabernacle of the congregation, and all the holy vessels uh, uh, that were in the tabernacle, even those did the priests uh, and the Levites bring up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him, were with him before the ark sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be told for number for multitude and the priests brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord unto his place into the oracle of the house to the most holy place even under the wings of the cherubims and for the cherubims spread forth their two wings over the place of the ark and the cherubims covered the ark and the staves thereof above and they drew out the staves that the ends of the staves were seen out in the holy place before the oracle and they were not seen without and there and there they are unto this day and there was nothing in the ark save of the two tables of stone which Moses put there at Horeb when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt and it came to pass uh, when the priests were come out of the holy place uh, that the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand the minister because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we bow in your presence this evening. And God, we beg your presence tonight. God, we beg of you, God, that you'd just settle in our midst tonight. God, that you'd touch every heart in this place, God, that you'd help me as a preach. God, that you'd give us holy unction tonight. God, we sure want to be effective. Lord, as we preach, God, just give you all the honor and the glory for you alone are worthy of all that we have to give. And Father, I pray that you'd be of that lost sinner that's on their way to hell tonight. God, that you'd just call them out. And God, let them know how much you love them. And God, that you want to save them. And God, just touch that saint that's weary. And God, help them, Lord. Uh, to lift up their eyes uh, under thee, Father, and be strengthened tonight. And Lord, I pray, God, that you'd send the stirring uh, among this body of believers tonight. And God, most of all, just get glory and honor for yourself. And we ask you in Jesus' precious name, God, touch us as we preach. God, touch our voice, touch our body, and help us, Lord, just to have that edge, uh, God, that we need tonight. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen and amen. You can be seated. I appreciate you standing. Thank you so much. 
Amen. For honoring the word of God. Man, there's a lot of people out there, preacher. Amen. If I don't look up, just give me a few minutes, all right? Amen. I'm used to just about a third of that right there, okay? Um, but it's good to see you in the house of the Lord on a Sunday night. Boy, ain't no better place to be. God's house. Amen. I want to preach tonight from this text. Here are these few verses um, that I shared with you on the final touch on the house of God. Amen. And, and uh, again, I, we, uh, we were here from day one. Uh, amen. From construction began on this thing and back and forth. And man, it just tickles me to see what God's done. Uh, amen. Not so much in the facility, but right here. Amen. And boy, it blesses my heart, preacher. Amen. And, and I just love it so much. And, and uh, I was thinking about this actually when preacher uh, asked me about uh, uh, preaching in this meeting. And, and uh, God give me these verses. I've been studying on them, trying to be uh, what the Lord wants us to be tonight. But you know, Jesus said, uh, Amen. He said unto Peter, He said, uh, uh, He says, Upon this rock will I build my church. And He said this, He said, The gates of hell uh, shall not prevail against it. And I want you to know, uh, take special notice to Christ's words there. Matthew chapter 16 and verse number 18. He said, I'll build my church. Amen. And I thought about this a lot as we was going through a building program. And, and, and Amen. And watched you guys through a building program you know what we can do a lot of works we can do a lot of physical activities amen but he said I'll build the church Jesus said I'll build the church amen we can build buildings we can grade parking lots we can make places amen but it's ultimately Jesus that's going to build the church amen and my friends if it's built any other way it's built in vain amen and I'm looking for him tonight I'm looking for him amen to do some building tonight in our lives amen and calls us, amen, to be, listen, what he saved us for, church, amen. Paul tells the church there in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20, amen, that we are the temple of God. Amen. And I mean just, just simple thought there tonight. Amen. The born, born again believers. Uh, hey, you are the house of God tonight. And I'm going to preach uh, on that thought uh, tonight. But I want you to get this. Uh, amen. And get hooked up with this tonight. Just by way of introduction. This house will only possess uh, uh, what you do. Amen. He'll never go beyond what we bring into it. Amen. And friends, I'm telling you what, we, uh, those that are saved, there's a deep desire to see God do a lasting work. Amen. It is for me. I hope it is for you tonight. Friends, I long so much to see God do a lasting work. I'm talking about a work that cannot be shaken by the things of this world. Amen. And there's so much to throw us off course. There's so much to get our attention today. I mean, it's on every corner. But let me tell you this, when Jesus does the work, amen, it's real, friends. And he said this, he said, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Meaning this, there's nothing that can take it away from you. Amen. I'm telling you what, friends, that's what we need to be investing in in this day, friend. In our text here we read at verse 51, we see here in 1 Kings chapter 7. The Bible says that so was ended all the work that King Solomon made 
for the house of the Lord. Amen. And what you see in chapter number 7 was all the furnishings of the finished work of the house of God. Amen. Hey, they brought in all the things that had been made, had been prepared for the house of God. Amen. But you see in chapter number 8, something else is brought in to the house of the God, the house of the Lord. Amen. And what you see there in chapter number 8, amen, it was the final touch. It was what was needed. Amen. We can have all the gold and silver. Hey, we can have all hey, the, the things of this life. Amen. Has to offer to make this a, a, a lavish facility. Boy, have you ever just stopped and thought about that just for a minute? What God's given us in this day. Just, just stop right there just a minute. What God's given us today to worship Him. I mean, I look around, amen, and fight back the tears when I drive down the road and see it. Hey, man, look at what God's done up on the mountain. Hey, man, I fight back tears to see it. Because I've been in places, friend, where they meet under a shed with four posts on it. I've been, in, I've been in those places. And friend, you ought to rejoice in the fact what God's given us to worship Him. Hey, man, listen, it's Him, okay? You don't have to have that. But I believe the reason He's given that to us, amen, in this day and hour in which we live, it's not because we're good, but because we're interested in the main part. We're interested in the main part. Not that those that are worshiping in those other places and those third world countries are not interested in it, but you've got to understand where you and I are at, amen. You've got to understand the ground that we're standing on. Hey, listen, those that came to this world, amen, were interested in the main part. They were interested in what the, the final touch, amen, in the house of God would be, amen, and that was needed, amen, to give it that edge, to give it that that's needed to be effective. Look at your Bible, chapter number 8, and I'll try to preach here from this text. Y'all bear with me. My voice is in and out this pollen. I'm telling you what, I'm glad for I'm looking forward to heaven. Ain't going to be no pollen there, amen. Hallelujah, I'm able to shout for a thousand years and never lose my voice. But chapter number 8, verse number 1, the Bible says, Solomon assembled the elders, elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes of, and all of those folk, amen, together. And the Bible says that they might bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And you see, this is going to be uh, the final touch uh, on the house of God. And that ark of God, amen, you know that's the power and the presence of God. Amen. And when that was brought in, at least my friends, that meant it was a dwelling place uh, for the Almighty. It was a dwelling place uh, for God Himself. Amen. And friends, that's, that's, that's what this is about. Amen. That's what all that work's about. So that folk can become those dwelling places. So that folk can be filled up with the presence of God and know His power. Friends, listen. Amen. We need His power in this day. And listen, if we're going to overcome what's against us, we need His power today. Amen. Don't you see that? The presence of God. And, and you see this ark, the ark of the covenant. Oh, Lord, one writer calls it this. He calls it the crown of the temple. Well, I can't get over that. The crown of the temple. You know, I, I was doing some study on this and found some things about Solomon's temple, this temple that we're talking about here. And it was probably one of the most expensive structures that's ever been built. 
I mean, you can read over 1 Chronicles chapter uh, number 22 and verse number 14 that David gave unto Solomon 100,000 talents of gold and 1 million talents of silver. Now, that may not mean much to you until you do some figuring on what that is. Amen. And, and the Bible says, in brass and iron without number. It means that they, 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 didn't, they couldn't even measure what he gave to them in brass and iron. But let, let's just look at just for a minute this gold, okay? He said he gave them 100,000 talents of gold. And that, that's, that's the first gift. There's a second gift. That means he gave more than this, over and above this. But just get a hold of this tonight. 100,000 talents of gold, okay? One talent of gold is 1,456 ounces, okay? I don't know what gold is, amen? I don't trade in it much, Amen? If I'm wrong, you raise your hand and give me the right answer, okay? But I've heard it's somewhere between $1,800 and $2,000 an ounce. You do the multiplication on one ounce of gold, and it's $2,600,000. One ounce. David give 100,000 talents. Multiply 2.6 million by 100,000. That's just the gold that he gave in today's. Numeric. Listen, I tried to figure it on my calculator. Honey, my calculator just says, what? Amen. <laughs> yeah, man, I plugged in those numbers just a while ago just to see what it does. Hey, Amen. even Siri can't figure that one out. Amen. That's God, okay? But listen to this, one million talents of silver. You see, it's, it's mentioned there in First Chronicles 22 and 14 of a thousand thousand talents. Amen. And you do the math there, that's a million talents of silver. Okay? Uh, a silver talent's worth about 30,000. Amen. Do, do the math on one million of those. Amen. And that's the gold and the silver. That's not all that he give either. Amen, because we read in chapter 29 of 1 Chronicles that he gave over and above everything that he had. David, King David gave unto Solomon to build this house. You say, what are you, what are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about this was just the temple. This is just the vessel that God, put, listen, that he gave, listen, for his presence to be in. Hey man, I, I like to go here when somebody goes to griping about how much something costs in the house of God. Amen. I like to take them to this passage of Scripture. Hey man, and just say, hey man, hey look, it's worth it. Amen. God has been too good. Hey, and this is just the structure that He was going to dwell in. Okay? Now, now, now get a hold of this, alright? We are that structure. You are that structure tonight. Amen. Somebody says often, I hear uh, preaching about it, you know, about how much the human body is worth and, and it's not worth, worth much and the physical elements that, uh, amen, that if you counted it up, it's not worth much. But when you look at this and you understand that God put greater value on your soul, amen, than anything that's ever been and you look at the value of what the house of God was uh, when Solomon built it and he says you're of much more value, amen, much more value than that, amen, listen, you ought to take it seriously. Because you're just the vessel that He's going to dwell in, okay? And think about this. Without Him, it would have just been an empty vessel. 
Without him, amen, it had just been an, an empty house, friend. It had been meaningless. Without him, uh, this body's just waste, amen, and it'd just be like the temple. But as you see, uh, the presence of God is the crown of the temple. It's not of uh, the big money, amen, that was put into it. It was his presence that was put into it. It's his power that's felt there. It's available there. That's the crown of the temple, not the magnificence of it. Amen. Not the cost of it. It's Him. Amen. It's Him. Don't you notice something else here concerning the presence of God? Look at your Bible in verse number 8. I love this portion of Scripture. Amen. It makes me want to shout. I ain't got enough wind to already preach. But look at your Bible in verse number 8. The Bible says, And they drew out the staves, and that the ends of the staves were seen out in the holy place. Now we know, amen, according to our Bible, how that ark was to be transported. Amen. We know David got in trouble for moving that thing one time. Amen. The way it was not supposed to be moved, he put it on a new cart. Amen. Copying of the Philistines. Amen. And, and God got their attention. We'll not get into that tonight, but we see that it was handled in a proper way. You see, the ark had the, had the, the, the rings of gold on each corner of it. And they would take those staves. And they would put through that ark, and it was holy men that would carry that ark in. And the Bible says, hey, listen, that, that that ark was carried in. You can read it here in the text. Amen. But I want you to pay close attention to verse number 8. Don't miss this. When they carried that thing in there, and that ark rested in the most holy place, the temple was set up just like the tabernacle. Amen. There was a holy place, but then there was a most holy place where only the high priest could go. Amen. But I want you to see what they did right here. They drew out the staves that the ends of the staves were seen out in the holy place. In other words, amen, through that veil, amen, there laid the two staves out into the holy place. You say, what's that about, preacher? To remind them every time they come in, amen, how... The presence of God was in that place. It had to be carried in, friend. It had to be carried in. Listen, you just didn't come in there and expect it to be there. It had to be carried in. Hey, God's men had to do it, friend. And you know what we're missing today, amen? We're missing people, amen, that will carry in the presence of God into the house of God, amen? Hey, that's what we need, amen? Some holy men, some holy families, and some holy women, amen? Hey, listen, that will carry in the presence of God. Meaning this, you're in your back. You're in your prayer closet studying before you ever come to the house of God. Amen. It's got to be carried in. Amen. And I promise you this, it's going to be seen, honey, when you come in the house of God. Whether it is there, you'll see it. And whether it ain't there, you'll see it too. Amen. But you see, that was the presence of God. It was to be carried in. It was to be, listen, it, would be, it was to be known. Amen. Left out so everybody could see it. Right there in the holy place, friend. Not in most holy places. We couldn't go in there in those days. But my friend, uh, hey, listen, you get in the holy place. Uh, hallelujah. The Lamb of God, people will see it. Amen. Hey, they'll see it that you've brought in the presence of God in your life and on your heart, friend. And you're interested. Seeing Him do something. Praise God. I mean, you think about, amen, God's presence was brought in. It was carried in. You know, think about this. God's given us the best. 
I, I, I mean, I, I know I've done been there, amen, but I just, amen, God's given us the best. I sit around and think about that sometimes. And, amen. Think about where I could be, what I could be doing. How many you look at this facility? Amen. Top notch uh, sound equipment, top notch. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, seating, lighting. Amen. Beautiful piano, beautiful floor, and all those things uh, that God has given us. Amen. But listen to me and listen to me well. Each person that's saved, uh, hey, listen, and sanctified and separated uh, for God's how God's going to be in this place. Uh, it's how He's going to to do His work. It's how sinners are going to get saved. It's how people are going to get called into the ministry. Amen. It's going to come through you and I. Amen. Oh yes, it's got to be carried in. Why not you look at number two right here. So we see that's the presence of God. Amen. That's the presence of God that was brought in. But you see when the presence of God was brought in Amen. Something else took place. Look at your Bible in verse number five. Verse number 5, the Bible says, And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him were, were with him before the ark. Look what your Bible says. Sacrificing. Did you see that? Sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be told nor numbered for multitude. So there's the presence of God. When you've got the presence of God, you know what you're going to have? You're going to have preparation to meet. Yeah, man, you know why a lot of people don't prepare anymore? They don't got nothing to prepare for. And that's sad. Yeah, man, we could all tell stories of where we been, amen, that we was just we just showed up. Amen. I pastored in some places like that. Amen. Yeah, man. You can't give somebody something that don't want nothing. Amen. But there was preparation where there's presence. You don't tell me that, listen, where God is. Where God is, you're not excited to meet with Him and you don't do extra to meet with Him. Amen. Hey, listen, you see, that's the preparation. The Bible says that they were there before the ark and the Bible says that they were sacrificing sheep and oxen, not a few, but the Bible says they could not be numbered. So we look, number one, amen, at the abundance of their preparation. Oh, friends, if we could just get a hold of that in this day that just a five minute here and a five minute there is not adequate for what we need taking place in this world today. There was an abundance of sacrifice. Now we know the Lord Jesus is our sacrifice. Thanks be unto God. Amen. I mean, He gave His life. He shed His blood. We don't have to sacrifice sheep and oxen no more. Amen. Amen. I like to sacrifice a cow every once in a while and eat a steak. Somebody say amen. It's pretty good, but bless the Lord. Amen. When it comes to meeting with God, amen. Hey, the sacrifice has done been given. Amen. But there's still preparation that goes on our part. Amen. Because we see that that sacrifice took place in in the outer court. Amen. That lamb was slain. Amen. Those oxen were slain out there. The blood was shed. They took the blood. Amen. They put it in the basins. And you know what they did from there? They went to the laver. Laver's out there in the outer court. And in this, in, in this uh, uh, portion of Scripture here concerning the temple, it was called uh, the molten sea. Oh, I love that image right there. The molten sea. It's the labor of the tabernacle, but it's, it's much larger. And I think about this every time that I read that. It's the illustration of looking at the sea. Amen. Amen. Summer and I was down at the coast the other day, or not the other day, a few months ago. Amen. And we go to the coast for Baptist. Amen. 
Don't go to the beach. Amen. We're Baptists. We go to the coast. Amen. We went fishing too, but they weren't nowhere to fish. Amen. But the, you ever looked at the sea? You can't see the other side of it, can you? Isn't it amazing that the cleansing power of the Lord Jesus that's seen right there, when you come to that molten sea, there is no end to it? It meaning this, you've got no reason not to be prepared. He'll never say to you when you come before Him in your prayer closet bowed on your face that I'm through with you. I'm done with you. You've messed up too much. There's not a one of us got any reason to not be prepared when we've got the presence of God because, listen, friends, you've come to that. You've come to the blood of Jesus. You've come through the blood of Jesus and bless the Lord. Amen. There's nothing that He can't cleanse you from and prepare you, amen, to meet with Him. There's no not a thing. Amen. And that's what they were doing right here. They were preparing to meet with God. Amen. Wasn't that wonderful today that we have the ability, amen, we have the ability to meet with God, amen. We don't have to, amen, go to the priest. We don't have to, amen, talk to somebody to give them our prayer requests, amen. We can go straight to Him. And listen, through the blood of Jesus, we can pray, we can meet with Him. Oh, hallelujah, friend. That's wonderful. Wonderful, friend. But it's the most neglected thing today that there is. Amen. We, we got the presence of God, amen, and we need the preparation to meet with Him. That's what they were doing here in the house of God. Listen, they brought His presence in. Amen. They begin the sacrifice. They begin the preparation. Amen. Number three. I'll give you this and I'll be done. I'll give you this. Look at your Bible, verse number 10. Look at your Bible. We see the, we see the, um, the presence of God was in the place, Amen. We see as those that were making preparation to meet with Him. I can't get over that, friend. How much we need to be prepared, Amen. I, uh, I appreciate people who study the Bible. I appreciate people that come to the house of God prepared. We're sure to make it easier on the preacher, don't we? But you see what happens when that takes place. Look at your Bible, verse number 10. And it came to pass, when the priest would come out of the holy place, that the cloud filled the house of the Lord. I'll give you one more thing here, and I'm done tonight. Through His presence, through preparation, God took possession. God took possession of that place. If there's anything that you and I should be desiring... In, in this day and hour, it's for God to take possession of everything that we are. Amen. When he comes, when we come into this place, like-minded believers, amen, look in the same, listen with the same mind. Hey, God, I, amen, I want all of you. Amen. And you just give him all of you. And my friend, he'll take possession. And that happens through preparation. Don't you see this right here real quickly? Verse 10, it says, in the, the, the cloud filled the house of the Lord. Now we know that cloud was the Lord. Amen. We we saw it at Mount Sinai. Amen. When he met with Moses there, gave him law, the, 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 the law of Mount Sinai and the cloud, amen, covered the mountain. That was the presence of God. God. God took control. That's what that means. When God, when God feels something, He takes control. Amen. He takes, listen, He takes possession of it. It's His, friend. I want to share with you Exodus chapter 40 just for a minute. Same thing took place in the tabernacle when Moses, amen, it took the orders from God. 
Amen. And, and the tabernacle was constructed. I just want to share this with you. I'm not trying to wear you out tonight, but it, I love the Bible, man. I love my Bible. Verse number 30. Listen to this right here. Verse number 30. Amen. And, and he set the laver between the tent of the congregation and the altar and put the water there to wash with all. We just talked about that just a minute. The preparation. And Moses and Aaron and his son washed their hands and their feet thereat. When they went into the tent of the congregation, when they came near unto the altar, they washed as the Lord commanded Moses. And he reared up the court round about the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hanging of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Amen. And notice this right here. Then a cloud covered the tent. Then a cloud covered the tent. You see... There was 500 years between Exodus chapter 40 and 1 Kings chapter number 8. I'll show you something. God didn't change. And, amen, here we are, May the 7th, 2023. God hasn't changed. Amen. Thank God for Jesus, amen, to stepped in and become our sacrifice. Amen. We don't have to uh, slay sheep and oxen no more. We don't have to go through the high priest anymore. Amen. we got that straight access. Uh, but listen, the process is still the same. Amen. It's going to take His presence. Uh, it's going to take our preparation in His presence. Amen. And then, and then, He'll take possession. Amen. Now, I'll ask you this tonight. Amen. I'll be done here in just a minute. Amen. Is how much possession you want to give him? That's that's the question tonight. He wants it all. He wants it all. He listen, he never saved a soul. Amen. Whom he wanted to just leave setting somewhere. He's never called one, amen, that he didn't want to use some free. And I'll say this to you tonight. He said there in Exodus chapter number 27, I believe it was, amen, amen. He says concerning that holy place, he said, There I will meet with thee and commune with thee from above the mercy seat. You see, we see the sacrifice here. We see the cleansing here. And we see the control in this text, amen. And let me say this to you tonight. Preachers, okay, somebody come play the piano. God's presence is the crown of our life. Amen. It's not your job. It, it, it ain't your children. Amen. Boy, I love my children. I'll tell you what, I want to take a running fit tonight when my little one's singing. Amen. That's the first time little young one has sung. He won't do it at home. Amen. Amen. I don't want, amen. God got on him, I guess. Amen. Boy, it tickles me to death to watch him sing. But I understand that God's presence is the crown of my life. Nothing else. Not a job, not a ministry. It's His presence. It's the crown. Amen. It, 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 listen, it's, what, it's what's going to work in my life when nothing else will. It's really the only thing that should be working in my life. Everything else, listen to the preacher tonight, everything else should revolve around Him. And there will not be anything, amen, that, 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 that God has to take second seat to. In fact, He's not going to. You forfeit His presence. You forfeit His power when you put something before Him. There's not a ball game on this earth worth sacrificing the presence of God over. There's not a job worth sacrificing 
the presence. I know some of you got to work Sunday nights and, and Wednesday nights. I tell my people like this, well, bless God, we go to church, amen, three times a week. I'm sure you can find one time of those to get there. Amen, we got it on live stream. Amen, it ain't near as good as being there. But you know what we can do? Amen, we can give ourselves to Him. There's nothing. He's the crown. He's the crown. Friend, I mean, you study the New Testament. I know we've been Old Testament. He's the crown. He's what you and I should be living for in these days. I mean, look what He's given us. I go down, I've preached in, in some places. Down, uh, I, I, first time I ever went out of the country, I preached in a little place down in Sonagara, Honduras. And the night we was, we was traveling down, we, we just got there. It was on a, uh, a Thursday night, flew in late and, and, and stayed there in San Pedro Sula. And then we, 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 we loaded up the car and rode for five hours. Amen. I, I did a lot of praying in that trip. I knew that. We come to this little town. They said, Preacher, you want to preach for us tonight? So there's a gathering tonight in town, in the town, and they're going to let some of us preach. You want to preach? I said, Sure. You know, I figured 10, 15 people. I got there and there was five, six hundred people. I, uh, first time I ever preached that with a translator, too. They, it was a crossroads. If you could picture it, like this right here, coming down right here, and right here, they set up a, a pulled a trailer out there. And they put a podium up on it. People was lined up that way, that way, and that way, far as you could see. Houses down the road, people had raised up their windows to hear the preaching of the Word of God. You know what they was interested in? Is interested in God's presence. Is interested in His power. Amen. Friends, what God's given to us, we, we've, we've gotten callous. We, we've gotten cold. Amen. We should have that desire to. Man, this is great. And I, I, I'm rejoicing with you. I bless the Lord for what He's doing, what He's going to do. Amen. I, I could just, man, I could see this place filled up and some young and amen getting full of the Holy Ghost preaching and having some room to get it, buddy. I can't wait for it. Amen. But God's presence is the crown of our lives. And through preparation, hear me tonight, through preparation, God will take possession. Who preparation. Listen, that's the final touch in this place. What's going to take? And I know you got it because I've been around you. I know you got it. Amen. It's sweet. It's sweet. Amen. Hang on to it. Hang on to it. You stand to your feet tonight. Preacher's going to come. Give an invitation tonight. I don't know about you tonight, church. Boy, I sure want to be around Him. There's nothing, there's nothing that I want greater than His presence in my life. And there's nothing that's greater than Him having possession of your life. He has bowed nice clothes tonight. Preacher's coming just a minute. I want to ask you this. Does He have possession of you tonight? Does God have possession of you tonight? This place, listen, He'll never go beyond what we bring into it. There's souls that needs to be saved. I promise every one of us has got somebody on our heart tonight we'd love to see saved. I know we do. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take us being right with God. It's going to take us being right. I love you tonight, church. Well, I sure appreciate you.